This episode of the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour is sponsored by the law offices of Alfred Guillaume III, a boutique criminal defense firm located in Washington, D.C. The firm specializes in defending federal criminal cases. You can learn more about the firm by visiting our website at guillaumelaw.com. That's G-U-I-L-L-A-U-M-E law.com. I went from old school Chevy to drop top Porsche. You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Force. And you ain't seen what I seen. I can get a hundred thousand in these Sean John jeans. I went from old school Chevy to drop top Porsche. You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Force. Welcome to the behind the scenes episode of the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. This month, I was so honored to host my friend, my brother, my main man the chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, Mr. Willie Phillips. While one side of his persona may be traveling across the world, taking high-level meetings with world leaders and diplomats, another side of him, like it is for so many of us, is his love of hip-hop music and culture. This is Behind the Scenes, and in Behind the Scenes, we listen to and analyze the music that Willie and I discussed during the interview. So let's get to it. But before we do, I want to remind you that you can watch the video version of this interview on my YouTube page at the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. The audio version of all episodes, including the interviews, are available wherever you listen to your podcast. New episodes are released on the 12th of each month. So please follow and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Will describe this next MC as your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, and I could not agree more. Scarface has been doing it at a very high level for over 30 years. His recent NPR Tiny Desk concert was one of the best I've ever seen. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. So my tribute to Scarface will feature three songs that are three of my personal favorites. Now, the first is from 1997 album, The Untouchable. I was in college when this album was released, and I remember that Tupac had died the year before, and Big died just a month before this next song came out. It was a crazy time for our culture. We lost two of the most talented artists we've ever seen for no reason whatsoever. The song I'm referring to, of course, is Smile, the duet between Tupac and Scarface. Now, Scarface's verse is so authentic. The pain is palpable. It speaks about dreams being unfulfilled, mistakes being made. Definitely one of his most powerful verses ever. Now as I open up my story with the blaze of your blood So you can picture thoughts slowly upon phrases I run And I can walk you through the days that are done I often wish that I could save everyone But I'm a dreamer, have you ever seen a nigga who was strong in the game? Overlooking his tomorrows and it finally came Look back on childhood for a reason I'm still feeling Turning circles in my life, great dealing cocaine Too many houses in my local life Tupac and Scarface both brought such raw emotions to their verses in this song You know, rumor has it that Big had a chance to record his own verse as well But he declined If that's true, who knows? Maybe things would have been different. The last part of the song I'm going to play for you is the outro. Scarface absolutely nails it. His prayers for Tupac and the future of hip-hop as well. I like to think, looking back, that perhaps Southern hip-hop artists could have played a bigger role in helping to squash the beef between East and the West, but we'll never know. Let us pray. Let us pray. 
And as you journey into outer space, may the angels help to lead the way. May the prayers that our families make shine upon your soul and keep it safe. And all the homies that have passed away, they're there to greet you as you pass the gates. And as you head to the tunnel's light, I hope it leads to eternal life. We save a prayer for the homie pop. The chorus of the song, Smile For Me, samples a record that you may not have known was there, but once you hear it, you'll never be able to forget it. And that record is from the SOS band from their 1983 album, On The Rise. And the song is, Tell Me If You Still Care. Listen closely. This next song, I want to be totally honest. When I first heard it, I had no idea it was a Scarface song, but it is one of my favorite songs and beats of all time. Now, I want to take this song from two different perspectives. I want to focus on Scarface's verse, which I love, but I also want to focus before that on the beat to the song. Now, when I first heard this song, I thought it was a Jay-Z song. So if you haven't guessed the song I'm talking about, it's Guess Who's Back, from Scarface's 2002 album, The Fix. The song features Jay-Z, Scarface, and Beanie Siegel, and Kanye West made the beat. Now, Kanye talks about making this beat on his record, Last Call, which is from his first album, my favorite song on his first album, coincidentally enough. He talks about the creative process in making this beat. The first song he took was a 1977 record by a group called The Originals. I'm going to play that song for you, and then I'm going to play a more familiar song right after it, which is the instrumental to the 1999 song from Dr. Dre, Explosive. So Kanye West takes both of these songs to make the intro to Guess Who's Back. Let's listen first to Sunrise the 1977 song by the originals. Now that you've heard that, I'm going to now play the instrumental only to the 1999 Dr. Dre song, Explosive. Kanye takes the drums from this song, combines it with the beat for the originals and the Sunrise song. Listen to Explosive and let me know if you can hear how the two beats will come together eventually in the Guess Who's Back song. can't help but nod your head when you listen to that beat right it's that's that's a great beat now i'm going to play for you 
Jay-Z's opening lines of Scarface's song, Guess Who's Back? And you will hear the combination of both of those two songs put together. Take a listen. Talk to me, man. It's your boy, Young Hope. We turn them off. Noise up. We can get right into the proceedings this evening. The headphones are distorting. Bring it down a little bit. Okay. Now we working with it. The boy face up and baseline, baby. Welcome to New York City. It's your boy, Young Hope. Now, Scarface's verse in this song is epic. This verse features three lyrical heavyweights, Jay-Z, Scarface, and Benny Siegel, and each rise to the challenge and come with a fire verse. But I must say, I think Scarface wins the battle this time. His verse is so smooth, and my favorite part of the verse is when he talks about Carlito's way. Now, I'm not even going to tell you what that is, but if you know, you know. Shout out to my main man, Al Pacino, and shout out to my main man, Hassani Dixon, who, like me, loves that movie. From the womb to the tomb, a hot pot of joy and a spoon, trying to make me 40,000 and move. Motel, star-studded, rock stars and goons, plain clothes want to run in my room. But guess who's been Zach? It's your boy, Face Mark. Started with it. Gotta get this cake, dog. Give a break, no. You know how the game go. You think I... Whether you call it marijuana, weed, trees, or reefer, it's now legal in 37 states and the District of Columbia in some form or another. Many hip-hop artists have talked about this plant in their music throughout the years. I Got Five on It by The Loonies, The Chronic by Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg's Love of Weed is well documented. But I don't know many other artists that have made a ballad to marijuana and its medicinal effects other than Scarface. The song, of course, is Mary Jane from the 1997 Untouchable album. It's an example of Scarface's exquisite wordplay, his versatility, and how he takes this subject matter and conforms it to his own style. Not to mention that the beat is amazing. Got this love in my life. Ashanti samples the Mary Jane beat in her 2004 song, Baby. I think that's her best song. I will admit that I am a little biased. That song takes me back to my time in law school when I was coming into my own as a young man, just moved into the city. I was feeling myself at the time. But notwithstanding that bias, I still think it's her best song. Do you agree? I got this joint forming in my bones Who indeed took over my soul Understand? I couldn't breathe if he ever said Get on my knees till they bloody red See, I don't know if you get it yet He's like the lighter to my cigarette I never knew another human life Could have a power to take over mine So baby, baby, And last, but certainly not least, is the inspiration for the title Mary Jane 
1978 Rick James classic, which showcases his own genius and wordplay in creating his ode to marijuana. King of the South. Is it Jeezy or is it T.I.? You can't go wrong with either one. Willie says Jeezy, but I'm going to let you be the judge. If it comes down to one song, who you got? I'm going to give you my favorite song for each artist and you be the judge. First up is T.I. My favorite T.I. song is Rubber Band Man from the 2003 album Trap Music, an absolute Southern headbanger listen to that beat drop and tell me that's not one of the hardest things you've ever heard although this song was not sampled in ti's version the title, Rubber Band Man, comes from the Spinner's 1976 song of the same title. Just a little extra piece of musical history for all you history buffs out there. And if you've never heard the song, here it is. Hand me down my walking cane, hand me down my hat. Hurry now and don't be late cause we ain't got time to chat. My Jeezy song has a wonderful sample from the Impressions 1965 classic, Man Oh Man, which is part of the reason why this track is my all-time Jeezy favorite. It's from his debut album, Thug Motivation 101, released in 2005. The song, of course, is Go Crazy. For me, there's no other Jeezy song that even comes close. Listen up for the sample and then the song. Me, so what's 
1996 is considered one of the most important years in hip-hop history, in no small part because Jay-Z's debut album, Reasonable Doubt, was released that year. But it's his last studio album, 444, released in 2017, that for me, as a 46-year-old man sitting here today, is his most important work. Willie and I talked about the evolution of hip-hop music, the themes in this album, building and accumulating wealth, providing for our families, leaving generational wealth for our children. This album hits all of those marks and more. It really touched my soul. I had a good friend pass away from cancer the same year this album came out, and this album really struck a chord with me. Now, I could talk about any of the songs on this album at great length, but I'm going to give you two songs that I think embody those major themes. In the song Legacy, Jay-Z talks about his ability to provide future wealth for his family and how previous generations of his family were unable to provide any wealth for him. This is a topic often discussed in my generation in African-American circles. I talk about it all the time. Until I started working and sending my kids to school, meeting people from different backgrounds, I didn't understand, I didn't comprehend, I didn't realize how much generational wealth certain people have and how much of an advantage it gives them. This song is a wonderful song to let us know that there is a positive way forward for us as African Americans to provide those things for our children. Whatever she wants to do, she might start an institute, she might put poor kids in school. My stake in my nation should go to you. Leave a piece for your siblings to give to their children too. Title the champagne, do say I like to see a nice peace fund ideas for people who look like we. We gon' start a society within society. That's major. Just like the Negro League. There was a time America wouldn't let us ball. Those times are now back. It's now called Afrotech. Generational wealth, that's the key. My parents ain't have shit, so that shift started with me. The sample used in the song belongs to the beautiful voice of Donny Hathaway from his song recorded in 1973 titled Someday We'll Be Free. It is an absolutely magical song and pairs perfectly with legacy. Marcy Me is what I'm calling a full circle song. It's a play on the title of the groundbreaking song Mercy Me by Marvin Gaye. But Jay-Z's song talks about his beginnings in the Marcy Projects in Brooklyn, from selling drugs to now becoming one of the most famous people in the world. I interpret this song as an example of how you can realize your full potential and accomplish anything as long as you believe in your talents and stay true to yourself. Uh, back when Ratchet was a Ratchet and the Vixen was a Vixen and your Master J was a lob. I was mixing, cooking coke in the kitchen back when Robin was a piston. Mike was losing to Isaiah, but he soon will get his sixth one. Gave birth to my verbal imagination. Assume a virtue if you have not. 
Or better yet, here's a verse from Hamlet. Lord, we know who we are, yet we know not what we may be. So maybe I'm the one, or maybe I'm crazy. I'm from Marcy Houses where the boys die by the thousand back when Now, if you want to know where the sample in this song is from, you are going to have to dig deep in the crates. The sample comes from a Portuguese rock band. The rock band's name is Quarteto Mil Cento Onze. And the song is called Todo o Mundo in the Game. It was released in 1970. Now, who said hip hop was not universal? One of the greatest song titles in hip-hop history is The Most Beautifulest Thing in This World. Shout out to my main man, Keith Murray. Keith Murray is one of the great all-time battle rappers. If you have not looked him up on YouTube, look him up. The man has skills. He is a battle rapper in the purest sense of the word. Now, I first heard this song in 1994. I bought the single, and it remains my all-time favorite Keith Murray song. We learned from the interview that Willie, to this day, has this song in heavy rotation and uses it to get hyped up for a meeting, whether he's working out, whatever the occasion, this song is in heavy rotation. Oh, I forgot, with the top down. Now, he had never heard the saxophone remix, which wasn't on the album, but it was on the single. So in honor of our featured guest for January, Mr. Willie Phillips, my friend and my brother, to thank him for coming on, we want to finally play for him the saxophone remix to Keith Murray's Most Beautifulest Thing in the World. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you on the B-side. Thank you for listening to the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour podcast. Special thanks to my guest, the chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, Mr. Willie Phillips. New episodes are released on the 12th of each month, and video versions of all interviews can be found on my YouTube page at the Lawyers Hip Hop Happy Hour. Special shout out to my co-creator, Benjamin Simmons of Breathe Video, for making that happen. I'll catch you on the B-side. See you next month.